Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And good morning and welcome to the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show, where we are going to spend the next hour sharing with you all the glory of the mortgage world. I'm Kevin Miller, owner-CEO of TexasLending.com, where we have been doing business now for, uh, this is our 20th year at TexasLending.com. And our 20th year doing radio shows here at TexasLending.com here on DFW. And I am joined by Trust Collins. Hello. Our trusted text reader and also gardener. She's part of the gardening <laughs> aspect of the show. She's here to share with us all of her uh, doings and dealings that go on during the week here. And uh, how are you doing, Trust? I'm doing well. Kind of tired. Went to bed too late. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, what makes a person of your stature stay up late? <laughs> My son's birthday. We had a birthday party for him. He turned twenty-six. So, yeah. Yeah. And what did he want for his birthday? A party. No, he wanted a new pair of pants because he got a new job. So I got him a pair of pants. Oh, it's a new pair of pants. <laughs> <Yes>. All right. <laughs> Hopefully, his new job makes it so he can afford his own pants. Yes, and it will. Actually, he's very pleased with his job. Great, great, great. Well, we're here to talk about your home loans. Crazy world out there in the mortgage business. Thank you for your business. You've been sending us so much, and you've been bringing in all your all your friends, your family, and everybody. We locked over 1,000 loans in the month of July, and now in August we're looking to beat that as we're already ahead of uh, July and August here and so we uh we have hired a bunch of people we've doubled our processing staff we've doubling our underwriting staff and we expect you know there's a lot of people in the industry that are taking three and four months now to close loans i think it took us 40 days on average to close a loan last month mm. we were down around 20 when when things were slow and then we've doubled it up to 40 and we think once we get all that we get fully staffed up, we'll be back down in the mid mid twenties. That's gonna be comparative to your other companies, one who have higher rates and are taking two or three months longer to close loans already. So if we're at forty days and they're at ninety to hundred and twenty days, mm. you can imagine some of the stuff that's going on out there in the mortgage world. Mortgage rates hit all time lows recently. Uh and they would still be at all time lows. If it were not for some changes that went on this week in the mortgage world, we'll share with you what went on in the mortgage world this week. Nothing to do with uh, mortgage bonds and people's desire to get in the loans. Uh, it was it was self-inflicted by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, where they've made some changes, which has incurred higher will incur higher 
potentially higher costs for mortgage uh, mortgage desirers, people who desire to get mortgage. So, mm-hmm. if you're trying to get a mortgage, uh, you may or may not see it. You may not see it, uh, and I'll explain why in just a minute. But stay tuned for that. We're going to talk about the changes. But you're still looking at all time lows. You're still looking at fi- now. You're looking at 15 year rates at around two percent. And you're looking at the 30-year mortgages around 2.6%. So even though you'll see read in the paper that the you'll read Freddie Mac reports that mortgage rates have hit 2.99%, we're seeing we're seeing 30 years. We're even seeing some cash outs around 2.875 and such. So 2.75 for some cash outs. Some of cash outs are even at 2.625 if you have a very uh, if you have a lot of equity in your home when you're getting your cash out done. So there's a lot of things going on in the mortgage world. We want to share them with you today. We'll share with you a couple experiences of some people uh, that are recently that are going through the process. We want you to call us. We want you to text us. Text us at 972-387-4600. 972-387-4600. You can also call us at that same number. The same number you call is the same number you can text. And somehow the electronics figure the whole darn thing out. <laughs> and, so, and so you can text us or call us at 972-387-4600. A loan officer will take your phone call. With all-time lows, you can be saving money. Imagine this, a $500,000 loan at 2% of interest only has $10,000 a year of interest. That's crazy. 2% of $500,000 is $10,000. The, the money you're paying in your taxes is based on the home value, not your home loan amount. And the amount on your taxes at two and three quarters. I mean, you might have, you can be paying twenty-seven thousand dollars in taxes on your house every year, with a two percent interest rate. Though, just think about that. If you had a hundred thousand dollar mortgage, the interest that you pay a mortgage company would only be two thousand dollars a year for paying them back over thirty years. And so that two thousand dollars is only based on if your loan amount was still a hundred thousand dollars, because if you're paying your mortgage down. And now your mortgage is only fifty thousand dollars. You're only going to pay a thousand dollars this year. If you have fifty thousand dollars at two percent, you're paying a thousand dollars. Now look at your credit cards. Some of you have ten thousand dollars in credit cards at twenty four percent. You're paying more interest for credit cards for bad buffets that you ate two years ago <laughs> than you are in a home that you might be living in for the next thirty years. on $10,000 is $2,400 a year in interest. And if you have that house at $100,000 at 2%, you're only paying $2,000 in interest. Okay, so something for you all to think about. Make sure you call TexasLending.com. Get that savings now. If you're at 3.5 or even at 3 and you can get that down to 2%, you're reducing your interest you're paying by 50%. Big differences. Make sure you call TexasLending.com today. Make sure you go and text us. Text us now. We'll answer your questions. We'll say, hey, here's how much money you can save on a refinance. Here's how much cash you can get out of your home. You can ask us if you text us now. Say, I own this much on my home. This is my value of my home. This is my current credit score. And this is my current interest rate. And we'll be able to tell you what kind of savings you might be able to see. Again, what do you owe on your home? What's the home value? What's your credit score? What's your interest rate? We'll be able to tell you what, what you might be able to get that savings down to, the what kind of payment you can get your mortgage down to. 
want to share with that uh, that with you today. I um my my words are not going to, as quick as my brain today, Tress. I noticed. What's Sometimes it that? all just rolls off <laughs> so eloquently, but not today. Okay, so I'm going to slow it down a little bit. Well, <sighs> maybe not really. Well, it, it 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 was not intentional. My wife's brother uh and uh his wife and child they they showed up at our house at 11 last night oh they're staying the weekend and so that was good and fine Lo- loved it. that that's great time but then around five this morning it was getting a bit warm in the house and uh we discovered today the hottest day of the year that our fan motor in the air conditioner uh has decided that it no longer wants to be part of this earth. And mm-hmm. so we now have to, one, arrange a funeral for the fan motor and the air conditioner. <laughs> and we want to go out and we want to adopt a new one. Yeah. And we need to figure out how to do that pretty quick. Or we're all going to be living in the garage conversion with the mini air conditioner, sleeping with dogs. And uh, anyway. Well, AC adoption fees are high these days, just FYI. Uh, yeah. They are. Uh, we replaced ours last summer. Well, yeah. anyway, this is going to be. It's a long story, man. So, <laughs> so, because our plan today was to go get a new water heater, Uh-oh. and replace the water heater all in the same attic. So now we're, we're going to spend the entire day and the hottest day of the year in the attic. So that's mm-hmm. my life. And so yeah, we are up for an hour trying to figure out if we can get anything to work. But anyway. So it's uh, you know everyone everyone's got their story. That's just our little story. But there's other stories to tell, and we're going to get to those stories today. We want to make sure that you know you have the lowest rates of all time in the mortgage world. You can get them at TexasLending.com. You can also purchase a home. This will be our record month for home purchases at TexasLending.com. We're doing a lot of business in Austin and Houston and Dallas Fort Worth. It used to be just mostly Dallas Fort Worth, and we do some dabbling around the state, and now. We've been doing a lot of TV and radio here in Dallas for a long time. And now we have the TV and radio going on in Houston, just about as much as Dallas. Mm. And so uh, Houston is really exponentially growing during this refinance boom and plus the, the, the marketing and branding that we have going on down there. So it's just a really exciting time at TexasLending.com. We have a lot of people who are looking at what we're doing. And it's very exciting because... We can double our. We, we can go from five hundred to a thousand loans a month by adding about six underwriters. Now imagine if you're Quicken or a big bank, how do you double? How do you just create two thousand more underwriters, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and so very hard to do. And uh, and we're going to share with you now some of these things that the that that happened at Fannie Mae this week, Tress. Do tell. Well, we all woke up. On Thursday morning, and I think it was still, yeah, it was Thursday morning. I can't remember if it was Wednesday or Thursday. And we got an email from the from all the periodicals, the things that come out in the mortgage trade journals. And it said, uh, well, Fannie Mae decided that they were going to add a half, of, half a percent, a half a point of charge not on rate. A charge. So if your loan's a hundred thousand, they're going to charge five hundred dollars. If your loan is five hundred thousand dollars, they're going to charge twenty five hundred dollars for all refinances and cash out refinances 
pretty much going forward. Why? Well, they foresee that there's a lot of people that have gone into forbearance. And they are trying to figure out the amount of money that they're going to lose for people that are not going to, they're not going to come back and pay their mortgage after their forbearance period is over. Mm. And so they did that math and they threw it out to the street. And so, so what that is going to do is mortgage companies, many of them, will then pass that charge along to the consumer. Some mortgage companies, TexasHoney.com, for example, on many of those loans, will not be passing that charge along because there's so much business coming in right now that that it, it depends on what company you have. And the reason I say that is let's say you're, you're going to do a billion dollars of loans this month, right? And so you would have basically a $5 million loss this month as a mortgage company if you're going to do a billion dollars of loans this month. Um, if you're doing, some companies will be doing $10 billion of loans this month. And so their loss this month alone would be $50 million mm-hmm. by absorbing that cost. And so the problem is mortgage companies, some of them would have gone and said, well, do we go back to the person who's already locked their loan and tell them we have to pass this charge on to them? The problem is they passed this thing called the Dodd-Frank Act 10 years ago. This is a problem. Because the government can come in and decree that you're not going to make any money. And, and, and we, they've already done that. They've shut down businesses. They, they, they decided the winners and the losers, right? And so in the mortgage world, they said when changes happen to a loan, let's say a consumer comes to you and says, oh, I lost my job, or oh, my income dropped from $100,000 to $80,000, and now my debt-to-income ratio is higher. I can't afford as much home. My loan has to be smaller. My interest rate has to change. Those are called changes of circumstance. And if something happens like that outside of the control of the mortgage lender, then the lender can go to the consumer and they can say, there's a change of circumstance, re-sign this paperwork. Mm -hmm. What a lender can't do is decide, oh, we made a mistake. We quoted you the wrong fees. We have to quote you higher fees. They can't do that. And let's say they're a broker and they're going to go to a lender. They're going to go to Billy Bob Mortgage Lender. And the broker is going to sell it to them, and all of a sudden the lender says, oh, we're going to raise our fees. They can't go back to the consumer and say, I got to charge you more because the lender is changing their fears. Well, the confusion in the industry right now is, is Fannie Mae a lender? They don't lend anyone any money. They don't lend any consumers money. Okay. Right, right. So the, the problem is, is some lenders would pass this on to consumers, but there has been verbiage come out from some attorneys already in two days that says the Dodd-Frank Act, we think, does not allow lenders, even if the le- even if Fannie Mae decided you all have to lose $10,000 in every loan, then they would just put everyone out of business. That's not their intention. All I'm saying is this is some of the stuff that's come up this week in the mortgage world, and it's put some confusion into a lot of mortgage lenders of just how much money they're going to lose this month. And next month going forward. So how do they how do they pass this on? So it's a it's a very uh, it's a very daunting task for mortgage lenders to take that on. And TexasLending.com is taking it on, and it's just something that's happening in the mortgage world. So your rates are still at all time lows, and you as a consumer can get one of those rates by texting us right now, where we can answer your questions for you and send you on to one of our 
fancy loan officers. Make sure you go to <laughs> TexasLending.com and apply online today. We're going to come back and answer your questions on the TexasLending.com mortgage show on 105.3 The Fan. We're back on the TexasLending.com mortgage show. Kevin Miller, Trust Collins, sharing with you your mortgage world and the things you want to do to save money. If you're trying to buy a home, you can share with us by text. We can share with you how much you can buy. Tell us how much money you're making a year. Tell us what your credit score is and how much you have for a down payment. We'll tell you how much of a home you'll be able to afford in these lowest rates of all time. So if you ever are going to buy a home at low rates, now is the time to do it. Make sure you go online and apply at TexasLending.com. I was gone last week, Tress. You were. We were on. We were on the the professional amateur junior tour. It's professional because it's your full time profession. It seems, and then it's amateur because you're not getting paid for it. <laughs> I was gonna um, say professionally amateur. Yeah, That's we are new. up in Urbana, Illinois. How did that go? And that went well. We were playing in an AJGA tournament. Our uh, Nathan Miller, our, uh, my son, is uh, is a proficient golfer for his age and has done some good things and so anyway uh we were up in urbana for an ajga tournament he did well and then we went on to topeka kansas to firekeeper golf course north of topeka Mm -hmm. where it was 90 degrees and 65 percent humidity so it was a full-time spa (laughs) if you went outside did you do hot yoga outside? Oh, no. I didn't, oh, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, I was caddying, and I was walking up and down hills. Oh. And it was rained prior, so it was soggy. Anyway, so th- this is something. This is sports talk here. This is this is our sports part of the show. And so the Golf Channel has decided this year that in uh, – in, um, in this world where you have – professional golf and you have the u.s amateur going on tv right now they've decided that with nota begay jr nota begay is uh, an american indian uh golfer who uh, went to stanford and played with tiger woods gotcha so he's a professional golfer won some tournaments on the pga tour he's an announcer on the golf channel and he also walks the golf course in the golf channel during tournaments and things so with him he and the Golf Channel decided they're going to put together a junior national championship that's going to be, uh, it's going to be aired and broadcast on the Golf Channel. Mm. So, one of this turn the tournament we went to was a regional, it was a regional qualifier, and for his age group, thirteen and under, there will be twenty seven kids, twenty seven boys, that qualify for the national championship, and so he ended up winning the tournament. Wow! And so this is in November. And so November 15th, 16th, and 17th, which is a Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Monday and Tuesday, why is that special? Because professional golf is typically on Thursday through Sunday. So there is no professional golf aired on Mondays and Tuesdays. So this three-day championship down in Louisiana is going to be aired. And and it's going to be interesting. It's the first time they've done this. This has never happened before. And so... Last year they had this thing called the Junior League that they were doing, but the Junior League got shut down this year because of COVID. Well, they found out that golf is a pretty good thing to be doing. <laughs> get outside, get some vitamin D, you know, get some uh, all the things that UV light will do for you. And so kids have been golfing all summer, and they're going to have this. They're going to have this national championship, and so I get to be a caddy 
I otherwise would have a caddy for him, but they said it has to be from the f- household because of COVID. So I'm going to try to keep that so that if there is a camera, it's not going to be on me. It's going to be <laughs> on the boy golfing. I've never shot under a 79 in my life. 79, I've been playing golf since I was 25, and wow. he hasn't shot over 79 in three years. So it's an interesting it's an interesting uh, world that we live in. So he shot five five under for the tournament, and we're hoping that at the national championship he might have some possibilities to go much lower than that. So that's kind of the world that we're in. That's our golf world. How and, uh, exciting. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So we're excited about that, and we'll get him on the show as it comes closer. We're going to do some things, and it'll be a lot of fun. So that's our that's our sports talk during the mortgage show here at TexasLoney.com. Uh Texting 972-387-4600, We have a question. Go ahead. All right. Somebody says, I have a student loan that has defaulted. I'm one year out from hopefully getting a house. Do you have any recommendations as to where I can work on the student loan default to help repair my credit to buy next year? And how much money down will I have to have saved? I'm paying nearly $1,900 a month in rent. Right now, because my credit won't allow me the ability to buy now. Yeah. Thanks for any guidance. So one of the things regarding these student loans is some some student loans have gone into forbearance. Now, this sounds like this happened before they had opportunity to go into forbearance because the whole COVID thing, where they can defer their payments to later. Uh, and so if they're behind on it, one, you have a chance to start getting on a new payment plan. you got to get with the federal government and start getting that arranged. And so I would start doing that. Uh, so in order to get your credit scores up, you're going to need to get that on, on some kind of plan there. Now, I can tell you when our credit bureaus that we pull are looking for your mortgage qualifications, the the credit score that comes out already takes into account any anything that's going on with your student loans most of the time. And so I don't know what their credit score is, but... Our loan officers are pretty adept at telling you what you need to do to get yourself qualified for that mortgage. You might want to call our office and talk to a loan officer. It's free. There's no charge. They'll kind of go through the the steps with you, look at that credit and say, well, it's either already ready to go or do this, this, and this, and it looks like you'll be ready to go. And so that's what I would do. I I, I can't see their student loan. I can't see their credit report, the person that texted us. So I don't really know the full situation, how much is owed, how far they're behind, and what their options are to get that thing back on track. So make sure you call our office, 972-387-4600, and talk to a loan officer. Okay. We have one more maybe that we can do before break. I want to buy a home using a VA loan, but is there anything I can do to lower property taxes? What can you do to lower property? Well, I mean, you can call the appraisal district and see if your home is overvalued on the appraisal. You might have to have an appraisal in hand or some proof of another appraisal that's been taking place in your neighborhood recently. You might need to do that. That's, I mean, that's what you're going to need to do regarding taxes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I would try that out. I would go to your appraisal district. You can go online and find the appraisal district for your county. People can dispute that at any time. Now, that doesn't mean they're going to answer you uh, in a positive way, the way you want to hear it, but that's one way for you to be able to do it. And if you are a veteran, if you're a disabled veteran, you might be able to get some lower property taxes uh, for some of those things as well. So you have to look into that. Uh, That's for the VA person. So you can try that out. 
One of the things I do want to do before we go to a break, I want to mention some scenarios that came up this week because as the CEO, I don't get involved every day with the mortgages. Unfortunately, the mortgages I do get involved with are things that have hair on them, and I need to get involved, and I need to help resolve problems, and I need to get with underwriters, and I need to get with our head of operations sometimes to make sure things get back on track. That doesn't happen very often because things are usually pretty well on track here. But uh, I want to share with you some situations that some of you need to be thinking about uh, and so that your life goes smooth and easy. And we can get share with that with you when we, we when we come back from a break. Do we need to take a break now? We do. Okay. When we come back, I'm going to start talking about some scenarios. We want to talk about your scenarios. Text us. Let us know what your current rate is. We'll share with you what your rate can be on your new mortgage, on your refinance, or our cash back refinance. If you want to pay off some credit card debt, lower those rates from 24% down to maybe 3 or 2.8 or 2.75% on a cash out, depending on your credit score, depending on your loan size and such. Text us now or call our office, 972-387-4600. That's the number. We're going to come back and start answering more of your questions here on the TexasLoney.com Mortgage Show on 153 The Fan. Back on the TexasLoney.com Mortgage Show, Kevin Miller, Trust Collins, all of our text lines are open at 972-387-4600. Text us now. Trust will ask your question. I will answer it for you. Inappropriate Uncle Bubba, expected to be back next week, so make sure you stay tuned and Get in touch with us every week. Go online and apply at TexasLending.com, the lowest rates of all time. We got them at TexasLending.com. Make sure you go and get them today. All right. You ready? Okay. All right. I am pre-approved for a VA loan at 3.25%. All of the houses we put an offer on, the seller is picking another offer. Is the VA the most favorable loan for me at this time? We're looking at $250,000 loan with $10,000 in savings and another $15,000 available in my 401k. My credit score is 780 plus. So the question is, is the VA the best loan? They feel they're being discriminated against because they're a veteran and that uh, other realtors are picking different approvals rather than a VA loan. I have heard of this in the real estate community. Uh, and some realtors will say there are reasons we don't want to do a VA on this loan, on this home. Uh, there like why? Are, well, the VA is going to take longer sometimes for an appraisal. Mm -hmm. You have to have a, v, uh, a VA appraiser assigned to it. And right now with the number of loans that are being done, they can get backed up. And there, so there's there's not every not every appraiser is approved to do VA. There are some uh, termite inspections and things like this that are required. And so uh, I guess people just try to go for the lowest hanging fruit, I guess, w and, and try to avoid any potential problems so that so they get the they can get the home sold. So there are many thing reasons that people will, will do things and and I've heard that that's that's directly from realtors. They've told me these things. So that's one of your reasons that your VA might be being chosen below other conventional approvals and things. Is it the best loan for you? Probably is the best loan. Probably not the best rate. Um, the VAs, they have some good rates, but there are, there are some better rates sometimes on conventionals right now. With your credit score, you might also be able to qualify for a little lower rate on that VA loan, depending on your loan size. Uh, it says 250 there. And so there are some options for you. Uh, but on the conventional, you might be able to get a lower rate on conventional. And also, 
when uh, the problem is that conventionally you're going to, if you put a minimum down payment, you're going to have some PMI. So the VA is not going to have the PMI associated with it. Uh, there's some things to weigh on both. On FHA, you'll have mortgage insurance as well. So the FHA might be in the mid-twos on your rate, but you'll have some mortgage insurance. The question is, if you add the mortgage insurance to the rate, is the payment similar? Because you're probably not going to be deducting the interest you're paying <coughs> with with the tax rules that came in a couple years ago. You're probably not going to be deducting the interest because uh, it's not going to be excessive enough to be able to write off. So it's something you might want to consider to take a look and see what the payment would be on some of these other options. If you're concerned that you're being denied because of because of the VA loan. Otherwise, I would say keep on plugging away, try to get that VA approval done or that VA uh, contract approved. Mm-hmm. So that makes me sad. Te- text lines, 972-387-4600, 972-387-4600. Tress, I want to bring up the situation that came up this week that I got involved in. Mm-hmm. We had a loan, and <coughs> the consumer said, well, we've had the loan for 40 days. It's getting ready to close. Okay, and they were saying, "Well, I wanted it to close ten days faster, and I'm not happy." So I got involved and I started looking into it, and I started finding out what's going on. I want to just share with you some things that can come up on a loan that can cause delays. This is not to scold anybody; it's to say these are the things that came up. And then once I got involved, it even got more complicated. So they were getting ready to close this house, and then. I said, well, so what happened? They said, well, the consumer didn't let us know that they owned other properties. Mm. And so it was in processing when we were doing a background check and everything, we found out there was other properties in their name. Okay, so that wasn't on the application. So now we have to go rerun it because they have payments they have to make on some other owned properties. And then we found out, we were not told this, that the home and the other properties are in a trust. So they want to get a refinance and cash out properties in a trust so now we had to start digging in we had to get the papers for the trust we weren't told about this at up front okay so these are some of the things that are coming up and now some loans we can get appraisal waivers on right now but this was a cash out and you can't get an appraisal waiver and so that appraiser took a little bit longer to get out there and get property done so there are some things that you can expect there's some delays in the mortgage world and good idea is to share all everything you can up front so the mortgage company, when we find them, we well, we don't need to find them. We, we already know about them. We're doing the proper analysis. Well, so the person said, I'm still upset. I said, well, I want to see, I want to get really into this loan uh, and find out what the story is. So I had my staff. They, they had it ready, cleared the close. Everything was ready. Uh, and I said, well, I want to know more. So I got involved, talked to a loan officer, and found out that the consumer informed them that they're going to use the money to buy another house. Oh, no. (laughs) This other house is not on their loan application. When are they buying the other house? Is it the same day that they're going to close on this one? Is it before they're going to close on this one? We need to know what their other obligations are. Not only do they already own other properties, they're going to buy another property. So now I said, well, well, you know, the, the, the person, you know, they just, kind of slipped out of their mouth apparently in the 11th hour so now we have to know where are you buying your house is it a primary residence because you're trying to close this one as a primary residence you as a consumer when you're trying to close in a home loan are going to sign a form that says you intend to occupy this home within 60 days of buying it 
and you intend to live in it for the next 12 months at minimum, calling it your primary residence. You cannot close two primary residences back-to-back. That is not good. And the finance world doesn't like that very much. Unless you can time travel. <laughs> yeah. And so... <laughs> So now I had to now I had to say, well, you brought this to my attention. Now I'm involved. Now I need to know these things before I'm going to allow our company to finance this loan. We're here to give you the best financing possible as long as it meets regulatory and statutory guidelines so that we can make sure that uh, we're doing the right thing. And so we also have something called the ability to repay requirement in the Dodd-Frank Act, which says we have to prove you have an ability to repay the mortgage. Well, if you have another mortgage that we don't know about that you're going to get at the same time, we don't know if you're going to be able to pay for it. So so I needed to know what the payment's going to be, what are the taxes going to be, what is this a primary home, is he going to buy it as an investment property? So now, you know, these are some things that we, it's probably a good idea to say, here's my intentions, here's what I'm going to do so the loan can be set up properly. Rates are super low right now. You're going to get a low rate on an investment property. You're going to get a low rate on a primary residence. Make sure the lenders know about it so that things can be done properly. The loan officers and the lenders can dot their I's and cross their T's and get it done properly. So those, that's just a little, little experience that we're going through right now. So this was last night when I was going home. It was still unsure you know, when this property was closing, whether the other property, that they're try, what they're trying to get done. So because mm. they weren't doing a loan through us, we didn't know about this other property. So anyway, just some things. Just be very open and disclose your information so that we can make sure we're taking care of you in a timely manner. All right, Tress, what do we got? Uh, we got to go to break. <laughs> oh, wow, break. just like that. We're getting a break. So yeah. we have all text lines open, everyone. 972-387-4600. Send your question in. 972-387-4600. We'll come back and answer your questions here on the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show on 105.3 The Fan. We're back on the TexasLoney.com Mortgage Show. We are talking about saving you money, saving you money on your home purchase, saving you time on your home purchase, saving your time and money on your refinance and cash-out refinance. We want to take your calls now, 972-387-4600. You can also text us. Tress will uh, will ask your question. Mm -hmm. We'll get right to it. Get to us now, 972-387-4600. Tress. All right. I currently own a home and still owe 137000 It's been appraised at two forty. We're looking to purchase another home maybe next year, but not sure if we should. Both of our credit scores are 670. Should we wait to raise our credit score? So for everyone out there, and we listen, those people that listen to the show a lot, credit scores, that there are certain, there's credit scores up to 850, and there's credit scores down into the 300s, right? So what credit scores... There are certain trigger credit scores that will will set off a cascade of bad feelings. <laughs> and 740 scores and above, once you're at 750 or 760 or 780, there are no spreadsheets, there are no rate sheets out there that have any additional charges above 740 credit score. Once you get below 740 credit score, you can start seeing higher rates on conventional loans. You can start seeing higher rates with based on your your loan to value and things like this. As your credit score drops every 20 points, the buckets are typically in 20 points. So 720 to 740 in the industry is treated the same. So 739 to 721. 700 to 720, that's another bucket. 680 to 700. Every 20 points you go down, 
there can be additional charges on your home loan that are passed along by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac to the lender, which are expressed in your interest rate and or your fees. Mostly interest rate is where they get passed along. So these charges get passed along in the, to the interest rate that Fannie Mae will allow the lender to, to offer the consumer. Once you get below 680, there can be distinct drop-offs. There's a cliff there. That cliff can really affect your ability on cash-out loans. It can really impact your interest rate once you get below 680. And so as you get closer down to 620, other things occur. VA loans really start getting whacked on credit scores below 680. FHA loans down, you start getting below 660, and there's additional charges that can come in, and lenders will add them in. So 670 score, yes, you can save yourself probably ten to $20,000 over the life of your loan. If That's a lot of money. If you can get your scores over 700. 680 is a big cliff. If you can get them over 680, that's nice. See if you can get them the highs you can get them if you're going to be buying a home next year. I really recommend that. They have some equity in their home. I don't know what their interest rate is. So here's something. If they want to be selling next year, here's an idea for everyone out there. If you're going to be selling in the next year or two. You can get a loan and try to do it with zero closing costs so you don't add any more principal to your loan amount. So they owe 137. Try to keep your loan at 137 and rolling a refinance all into the interest rate. Okay? So maybe you're going to go from 4.5. You'd like to get down to 2.5. But we roll your closing costs and your rate. You can go from 4.5 to 3.5 with zero additional cost. You might have to have some escrows on your taxes and insurance, but you're going to get those back. You're either going to pay them and put them on your new loan, and then you'll get the escrow account back from your other lender. But if they have some credit things to take care of, they might be able to get cash out here. Pay off the debts. Reduce your balances to zero on credit cards. I don't know what their situation is. I don't know why it's 670. They might be maxed out on cards. They might have had some things way in the past that are just now getting better. There are certain things that can cost 670. But I do know that this person, they have equity. They can also do a zero closing cost or very low closing costs. And zero closing cost, the lower your loan amount is, the harder it is to do zero closing cost. But in their situation, they might be able to get a cash out, pay off some things, get their credit fixed up. And then when it comes time to sell their property, or maybe they're going to keep this as an investment property, I don't know, they can buy another home, and they'll be ready to go. Get your score as high as you can. Get it above 740, and you will be happy <laughs> with your interest rate. All right. Ready for another one? Yes. Hi there. We are the. What are the best options for a cash-out refinance? Have recently been divorced. We'll have to refinance mortgage out of my wife's name and pay her $10,000 of her part of the equity she was rewarded. Home value is three hundred ten thousand. Remaining principal is two eighty. Their current FHA is three point seven five percent. Okay, I'm going to talk about that in just a second. I want to go back to the other person. Oh, one second, because they had a six seventy score now. I don't know what the interest rates are going to be a year from now, and they might be able to get a really good home now at six seventy at a low rate. And if the rates drop later or their credit gets better, they can always refinance later too. But I'm just trying to say if they waited a year and all of a sudden the rates are back at 4%, which I don't think is going to happen. I don't think there's any chance that's going to happen, that rates will be at 4% a year. But you know, stranger things have happened. On to this person. Okay, now listen. They need to get a cash-out refinance, they said, because they got to pay off their ex. The problem, home is at 310 They owe 280000 Don't turn off your radio because I'm going to tell you you can't get a cash-out refinance. They can't get a cash-out refinance. 
They're currently at 3.75, okay? You have to, when you get a cash out refinance in Texas, don't turn off your radio. I have good news coming. <laughs> when you turn off when 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 you get a cash out refinance, you must still have 20% equity remaining in your home by state law. It's a state law. It's part of the Constitution of Texas. They put it into the Constitution of Texas. So you're not going to be able to get cash out. However, there is a loan called an OLT loan. I'm going to spell it for you. O-W-E-L-T-Y. O-L-T. If there is a divorce decree that says that you have to pay off a spouse $10,000, you don't need to get a cash out. You can get an OLT loan. You will add the $10,000 onto the two eighty. You can get a new loan of two ninety plus your closing costs. You can then get that loan done through TexasLending.com. You need to talk to a loan officer who knows what they're talking about because not every loan officer knows what an OLT loan is. It's a Texas thing. And as long as it's in the divorce decree that you owe this person $10,000 and it's been signed off by a judge or you can get it signed off by a judge, then this is a lien that you have to pay off. It's basically a lien on the property because your wife. So you can get it refinance, refinance it out of your wife's name, into your name, pay off the $10,000 without having to get cash out. It's just going to be a lien that's paid off to her or him, depending on the spouse that is being paid off. All right. That is the OLT loan. Make sure you call TexasLending.com and get a loan officer who is versed in the OLT loan. Make sure you call TexasLending.com today, 972-387-4600. I hope I didn't give a whole lot of people a whole bunch of ideas of divorce. <laughs> but hopefully you, you can keep your cool today on a hot day. Go online and apply with TexasLending.com. Call our happy, excited loan officers at 972-387-4600. Tress, thank you for your time. Yes. We look forward to get inappropriate Uncle Bubba back next week on the show. Yes. We thank you all for listening. And for Tress, I'm Kevin Miller saying so long from the TexasLoney.com Mortgage Show from 105.3 The Fan. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.